I'm Laura Vinroot Poole. For over 20 years, I've owned Capital, an internationally recognized specialty store in Charlotte, North Carolina. On this podcast, we unlock the stories of people's lives through the stories of what they wore. These aren't conversations about fashion. These are conversations about people. Everybody wants to know her Lisa Dargan is one of my dearest friends and biggest fashion inspirations. She's the person I've been able to create all of my sartorial fantasies with. Whether we're channeling Bianca Jagger, Debbie Harry, or Sue Ellen Ewing, she indulges every single character from head to toe. It goes without saying that everyone is always so delighted to see her walk into a room. I love Lisa's stories about her trademark Mary Janes, the talisman she treasures, and her message about modesty. Welcome to the podcast. Well, thank you for having me to the podcast. I'm excited (laughs) to be here. I'm excited you're here. One of the things that I always thought was a lot of the reason I love the things that I love are because of my mother. (laughs) And my mom was raised in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. And she, I had a closet full of ball gowns from her from the 1950s (laughs) that played in my whole life. And I think it really affected the way I... I love things and choose things and and my understanding of beauty. Tell me where you were raised, where you're from, and and how do you think it influences the way you dress? Well, I'm from Savannah, Georgia, and um, my mother is from Sanford, North Carolina. And I hauled out her old prom dresses, debutante gowns, everything I could put my hands on and paraded around the house jumped on the beds and um you know just everything <laughs> I think that may be why we're friends it might be <laughs> and they were so dramatic to me because they had all this tool and all this oh, yeah. you know itchy they itchy were very tool. itchy um <laughs> but kind of you know not bustier but yeah you bustier. Know, kind of yeah and um, and that chiffon that sort all, of itchy oh, chiffon everywhere too. <laughs> and they were kind of um, they were all these pale colors you remember they were what pale colors? pink pale pink white kind of a mint green my mom had a gorgeous strapless red one and then a canary yellow (laughs) well that's the prettiest thing in the world it was really pretty beautiful but I I do think some of the not just the beauty and the elegance of it but the drama of it too was just so mesmerizing to me yeah as a young girl and that has never left (laughs) no for sure it hasn't and then and what about people in Savannah like how did they how did they dress? What were the occasions? What were the things that you dressed up for? Savannah is a very, very social city. Yeah. So there was lots of dressing up all the time. I watched my parents walk out the door at least five nights a week <laughs> to a cocktail party or a dance or endless, endless cocktail occasions. And then were you left home with a, a TV dinner like I was? Sitting on a beanbag <laughs> yeah, chair. Swanson's. Swanson's TV and sometimes a pot pie. <laughs> We graduated finally to French bread pizzas, Swanson's. <laughs> from uh, from Stouffer's. Oh, Stouffer's, that's right. No, I think I was get, I'm getting my lasagna mixed up and watching, you know, a rerun of Dukes of Hazard. 
probably Dukes of Hazard, but but sometimes we were little. As a Disney used to come on at night. Oh yeah, which was so nice for us. Saturday nights were Love Boat and then Fantasy Island. How much did you love both oh, of those? Oh my God! My I used to dream favorite. I was on them. Both shows. <laughs> well, you sort of do live that way. You well, sort of... <laughs> no, no. What's your first fashion memory? This goes pretty far back. My first fashion memory is having Mary Janes in almost every color for every occasion. <laughs> and I they ha- were were they patent? Well, some were and some weren't. We yeah. I had black patent for uh-huh. church. Yes. I had white for Easter. Yes. Red and blue that were not patent for school. And you wear socks with them always. Socks. You wear the fold down. Mm-hmm. Fold white. down socks. Some sometimes they had a lace edge yeah, or like, eyelet mm-hmm. edge and sometimes not. Yeah. But I wore them, it's really sort of embarrassing, I, I wore them a little bit too long. <laughs> so I went straight from Mary Jane's into fringed Indian moccasins. <laughs> so I didn't have much in between, except for the maybe a loafer or something. <laughs> yes, it was just, I love it. It was hard to give up. Where did you buy those in Savannah? Or would you? Was there shopping in Savannah? So, yes, I mean, actually the shoes, well, the Mary Jane's were bought at the Buster Brown shoe store oh, yeah. on Habersham Road. Right, mm-hmm. I love the, the foot measure. The, oh, the foot measurer. And there was also a little, not a merry-go-round, but this little scooter thing that went round and round and round that you could play on. Yeah. Did, did y'all have I one think of we did have that. It was just Buster Brown. Buster Brown. And remember the boxes with, yeah. with Buster Brown? Yeah. <laughs> Who was Buster Brown? I don't know. <laughs> and there was a dog involved. <laughs> there was a dog involved. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> you just got new Mary Janes when you grew out of them? Or was that like a, a certain time of year you would shop or... I mean, that, well, back to school shopping was giant, so big, and it was and I mean, so in Savannah, hot. Down there I was going to say, I can't even imagine it's a thousand degrees, <laughs> and and my and you will beat up some Mary Janes in the heat. Yeah, it's like you get tar on them or something. I don't know. <laughs> well, and my foot was growing too. Right. So, sure. So I, we would get our new set. Yeah, I did anyway. You know, and oh, and a pair of kids sneakers. Yeah, usually red. Red, red. Oh, I love. And then I went straight from those to Converse. I mean, I didn't have, I didn't have much <laughs> in between. It is literally sixties and seventies. Yes, I mean, I was really in that stuff t- too long. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I couldn't get potty trained or something. Uh, you know, I couldn't get, I couldn't get weaned off the Mary Janes. <laughs> um, the first time I met you was actually with your mom, Mandy, mm-hmm. who was really the most glamorous woman I think I've ever met. Describe her style and tell me how it influenced you. Mother was a very tiny, tiny, petite woman, and she, I think she was greatly influenced by her mother, who wore gloves every single day of her life. I love it. To lunch. And she was a beauty. I mean, your mother had those teeth, just like that. She had the most beautiful teeth and that smile. Not one of us got them either. (laughs) Not one child got those beautiful, beautiful, I mean, just dazzling set of teeth. (laughs) She dressed very delicately, mm. always loved to sling back, mm-hmm. almost always. Well, she would wear trousers some. She loved a, a little delicate A-line skirt. Mm-hmm. She loved ruffled blouses, and um, she was very well put together. Even when she slid a little bit into the 70s. Um, <laughs> pantsuits? Oh, no, no it wasn't a pantsuit. <laughs> they were like workout. It was a velour oh, warm-up suits. <laughs> And they were like navy and maroon and tan. Oh, I love it, yeah. And they, she, that was back when she played tennis, so that's what yeah. what she and all her friends played. Yeah. Tennis when it got, you know, quote, cold in Savannah. <laughs> and then they would wear that straight to lunch. And But, you know, then I look back on that and think, well, 
I'm doing some of that. That's super with huge, my right. Lucas Hugh. <laughs> she was ahead of her time. I, yeah, I mean, but um, but she was a beautiful dresser, and yeah. and I loved watching her get ready. I think most little girls uh-huh. love watching their mothers put on earrings and oh. powder their noses. And my mother has this like a tray full of perfume, and it would you know she would choose the, yeah. the perfume of the night. <laughs> oh, the collection of perfume back yeah. then was quite. Yeah, amazing Estee Lauder, what Shalimar, yeah, Joy. You just, I was just, I hope that she didn't choose Youth Do, which was my all-time favorite, unfavorite from uh, from uh, Estee Lauder. It smelled awful. My mother <laughs> loved Youth Do. <laughs> uh, we had all that garbage stuff like um, Casherel. Was it no? Well, my, that that was not the garbage. Loves Baby Soft. Uh, Oh, yours was way better. I had like what was called skinny dip or something like that. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, yeah. Jean Nate. Jean <laughs> No, I really do think I'm almost remembering the skinny dip song from the. Commercial. What was it? Who made that skinny, skinny dip? dip? Makes a girl feel pretty. <laughs> do you remember that? No, was it? Am was I making it, that up? No, I don't think you are. But was that like an after bath splash? Or no, was that it was your cologne for you know fourth <laughs> grade called skinny dip. No, uh, nice. That's attractive. Yeah. Really, a really nice. That's a good yeah. message. No. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> Children everywhere should have that. Yeah. <laughs> Makes a girl feel pretty. <laughs> I love it. And where, so where would your mom shop in Savannah? Was it, is, was there shopping in Savannah? Would you go to Atlanta? Like what was Well, a little bit of both. What was the pilgrimage? But, well, Jake Fine uh-huh. was this older, lovely gentleman, always beautifully dressed, just perfectly dressed. Uh-huh. He owned a women's clothing store downtown named Fines, uh-huh. F-I-N-E-S. And it was three stories, and it was back oh. when, you know, the elevator, old-fashioned elevator operator was in there. Oh, and, my goodness. And she had snacks, just in case she couldn't make it from the second <laughs> like to goldfish? the first floor. Sometimes they would have finger sandwiches. Oh, my gosh. I just love getting the elevator because I was always going to be fed. <laughs> so, and did they have, were there different departments? Like the mm-hmm. third floor was bridal? Oh, and... third floor was bridal, okay. as a matter of fact. <laughs> and then... There would be evening wear. Uh-huh. Oddly enough, you would think the lingerie would sort of be up there with bridal, yeah. but, but it wasn't. It was on the first floor, kind of tucked way in the back as right. if nobody should see it. Uh-huh. But, but, <laughs> and then on the, on the first floor, there was um, very casual clothing, hosiery, uh-huh. slips, you slips, know, things like uh, that, um, accessories, mm-hmm. handbags. And it was a one, wonderful store, and even though it was three stories, it was not overwhelmingly big mm-hmm. at all. Would well, they th- deliver like you? Oh, they d- deliver your packages. Yes, I mean, oh. and much like you do today, yeah. <laughs> which not many people do anymore. Yeah, you never had to take a package to the car unless you just wanted to. Right, they, they would have them sent. And I'm sure they had a whole alterations team and all of it. Yeah, they, they oh. did, and it was just in. And the people that worked there worked there forever. Yeah, I mean, it was the same when I would go there with my mother as a little girl. It was mostly the same staff that was there when Mother brought me in for wow. my wedding gown when I was oh in my, my 20s. Gosh. And you got your wedding gown there? I did. Oh, I, I did. love that. And then you would go to Atlanta. Atlanta how far away is Atlanta from Atlanta Savannah? was our – is, Atlanta is about four hours oh, from wow. Savannah. But we would fly because Delta, <laughs> it was literally $20. <laughs> In probably and, 20 minutes. Yes, and like 30 <laughs> minutes in the air at the most. And Mother was afraid of flying, but she hated driving even more. So <laughs> so she would just hold on and take a valley. And so would you go <laughs> Would you go for the day, or would you go and spend the night? Like, what was that? And it would just be you and your mom or your sister and all of y'all? or how? how would it, it was be? just Mother and me for a while until, you know, my younger sister was old enough. Uh-huh. And uh, we never went with friends, her friends. We, no. we just went with each other, and we would stay – 
with my parents' best friends, oh. um, Bill and Mary Dell Van Landingham, oh. and uh, we we would stay with them and have and dinner. Would you go to the driving club for dinner, and then and no, we actually because if you can believe this, we, there was a restaurant called the Peasant Uptown. <laughs> That we loved. I love and, it. And, and what would you get? I can't. Well, they did have this upside down dessert that I just was just, just tickled me to death. It was chocolate crumb. It was, oh, it was served in a flower pot, in a terracotta, oh. terracotta <laughs> pot. And it kind of had whatever grass on the, right. you know, whatever edible thing. And you got to the bottom, it was crushed up chocolate, which was the potting oh, soil. Oh, my gosh. It was delicious. Yum. But um, <laughs> I love that. We, no, we were probably not fit enough to go to the <laughs> driving club i'm sure after a day of hitting it hard and but you go to neiman marcus and like wh- what would you where would you go we would go to neiman marcus Saks. we kind of hit the big ones because there weren't there wasn't a lot of boutique shopping back then no i don't if, mm-hmm. if any you know bob ellis right. was another destination oh in charleston talk about a pilgrimage and a shoe um, pilgrimage of your life but i don't know that they were there back then mm-hmm. i don't remember no i don't think they that were. they were there i think jeffrey just went Maybe I might be wrong about no, this. I, I, think fe- I feel right. like Jeffrey went on his own. Yeah, later from New York. But Bob Ellis was. Oh. That was the best shoe shopping in the Southeast. <clears throat> Absolutely. And my grandmother was like a triple A or something. You know, she's super super narrow. And oh, they would um, have those. They had. A, they, that's how they started. Actually, they were a specialized shoe store. For some reason, women in the South have really small feet, more than uh, other places in the country. And I think that really is why they started. I can see that. My mother had yeah. tiny feet. Yeah, my mom too. Size five. She was a five. Yeah. And yeah. you know, Franny, our friend Franny's a four. Wow. <laughs> that is just a little tiny thing. A tiny. And, that mess, and you don't even see in market. I don't think a lot of times Do they, they even don't even make those? them. Yeah. People are now like tens. <laughs> Actually, it's true. Um, shoes are are getting bigger. People's feet are getting bigger. Well, I mean, from people my... are just bigger in general, Ta- yeah. are taller, bigger boned. Yeah. People didn't really exercise then, did they? Well, they smoked themselves. They yeah. Just, they were, I mean, did your mom, you ever see your mom exercise one time? Well, she played tennis. Tennis, okay. But smoked. But, 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 but once smoke tennis was she... over, she was like the first one that bought that gigantic Prince racket. You know, that was as big as she was. <laughs> and that made her game a lot better because she could hardly <laughs> miss She the looked ball. really chic. I'm yeah, there. she thought she did. Uh. But she kind of did. But, um, <laughs> but Bob Ellis, do you remember that when you would sit down? Uh-huh. And those lovely gentlemen talk about people staying oh, around for a long time. Forever. Forever. And the best. And and that was when Mr. Kalinsky was in yeah, there. Yeah, he's fabulous. And you would say, um, I need a pair of, I don't know, black slingbacks. Uh-huh. And they would come out with, you couldn't even see their heads. They would, they would come out with a, basically a serving tray of 20 pairs of shoes. Oh. And you, they oh. were just wizards at you went in there for one thing and you left with the biggest smile on your face when you didn't leave i was gonna say you did not leave without at least five pairs of shoes no you didn't oh you didn't and we would always think a way how to hide it from daddy (laughs) all of the hiding strategic hiding they would stay in the garage for a while i had a not shoes but i had a client who would buy things and then have us take them down to the dry cleaner and so she would not have to bring them home in bags and her husband would even pick up the dry cleaning and not know that she had new things oh that's hilarious <laughs> great that is brilliant it was really smart Dang, i wish i would have thought of that <laughs> i might have stayed married longer the first time <laughs> do you have do you have any fashion rules that you abide uh, by i used to have so you're many. not you're a real you're a rule breaker as a person I, so I, I don't <laughs> i don't actually this is an obvious one and 
I just think you don't show too much skin. No. That is an obvious that every woman should have. It's just not attractive. It's not attractive. Well, my grandmother always said even on a 20-year-old, knees no. knees and elbows are not attractive. No. They're not. No, and, and <laughs> these lovely young girls these days are wearing things that are just cut down to their waist. And yeah. And it's no. I I like a little mystery myself, and I, I think agree. that it's I think not, most men do too. I do too. I don't think you need to share everything with the world. I I, <laughs> I don't. I, and you know, I'm old fashioned in some ways, and in many ways I'm not. But that's one of one of them. Yeah. One of the ways which I am quite old fashioned, and I just I think the clothes are prettier. Yeah. When there's more of them, and I agree. Do you have any jewelry that has exceptional meaning to you, and and do you wear it? I do. One is my mother's eternity band, uh-huh. which I wear almost every day. And it fits you? It was too big for her, so it fits me. <laughs> See, so lucky she was me. many and smoked, oh, smoked there, I, I have another. Today. I know. She was just, oh, my dream figure. <laughs> I wear that a lot. And then, Is it engraved with anything? or a, a, no, no, because it's, it's, it has the diamonds. The diamonds oh, go oh, all eternity, the way around. Yeah, got, so, it, got it. And then after she died... Well, I have most of her jewelry, so all of that is meaningful to me. And I have mother and daddy's. I have the wedding band that he gave her and, Uh you know, sentimental pieces like that. But one thing that I love that my sister and I both have, we have kind of twin lockets. Mm, That after mother died, we had her initials engraved on the front. Elizabeth Bruns here in town did it. Uh And, And her initials engraved on the front and then on the back, you know, the dates of her life. And then... We had two pictures of her on the inside, and and I treasure that so much. And I wear it a lot. And and jewelry is so powerful. I mean, don't you think? Uh I really, they they feel like talismans, real talismans to me. And I always have found that um, I don't necessarily have to love the clothing designer that I'm wearing as a person. I mean, I've met most of them, I guess, that we carry. I don't have to love them, but the jeweler, I I I have to love the jewelry designer. I, I completely agree. Because it's, it's on your skin, and it's, you know, you're really, you're feeling. It's, it's almost, very meaningful. Yeah. The, the piece is meaningful in and of itself because it's so unique to you. But and touching you carry a little bit and touching your skin, and, yeah. and you sleep in it, sometimes yeah. bathe in it or yeah. whatever. And it's with you in, in your most private, mm-hmm. intimate moments, unlike clothes, really, because mm, yeah. clothes are more public. Oh, another, oh, sorry, I want to go back one. The, yeah. Another piece of jewelry, which just means the world to me, is the piece by Irene Neuwirth yes. with my puppy. Oh, I have so many. That are, I've got Gym Palace. Uh, you have, yeah, I know you have just, just tell, Explain about Irene's um, um, little uh, lockets, One of, uh, we had three Jack Russells, <laughs> and when my favorite one, sorry, <laughs> they were all my favorites, but this is my <laughs> very favorite. Lulu died. My husband and Laura and my and my three girls kind of just, I think y'all just powwowed together <laughs> and, and, and contacted Irene because Irene had this lovely gentleman. I th- was he in California? Yeah. Well, I, I really. But he's like one million years old. Yeah, I mean, like, like in his 90s. Yeah. <laughs> and what is what is that method called with it? With it's the, like a reverse re- uh, miniature painting. Yes. And a picture of Lulu. Yes, and it is a, a reverse yeah. Miniature painting of portrait. Lulu, portrait of Lulu, and it is surrounded by turquoise yeah. and a little thing of diamonds. Yeah. And it's on a long chain, and it's about the size of a quarter, maybe a little bigger. Uh-huh. And I I, so I really pretty. do wear that every day. Yeah. <laughs> your baby. I know. It's great. <laughs> is there a moment that you remember feeling you're most beautiful, and, and what were you wearing? 
Well, it's usually when I'm wearing something that involves a cape. <laughs> it really does give you some kind of power. It does. I mean, you're just, I'm so confident in a cape, and I can't explain it. There is a do reason. Do you know what I mean? Yes, I do. And there's a reason that Batman and Superman yeah, and Wonder Woman I mean, wear them. <laughs> even when you can't fly in one, you just, I don't know. They're, they're fun to hold and swish around and uh -huh. uh, I love and they're a sort cape. of like wearing a baby I mean you know they're sort of comforting to have they like a blanket are around you very comforting yeah. and, and talk about covered and you just yeah. feel I don't know there's something <laughs> you just feel so confident in one and tell me what you have one that you love oh well <laughs> I have several um and they are then they are kind of all different flavors probably my recent favorite is is the Oscar pink silk oh. taffeta ruffled thing it that is, is beautiful so gorgeous and it's, it's kind of big yeah it's and it makes paper a, it, taffeta hot pink it makes a lot of noise which I like yes, when you fun. move the other one that I love goes with the Dolce and Gabbana oh gosh creatures dress unbelievable it's red and has giant owls and squirrels and <laughs> forest creatures on it and that's one of my and that very one is favorites. so beautiful in the way it sort of floats in the breeze and it's spectacular talking about entertaining you you've worn those capes entertaining and, I, mm -hmm. and i've seen your style evolve over the years actually through your entertaining what's your favorite party that you've ever hosted and what did you wear every party's my favorite <laughs> you do it really well well that is most generous thank you I have to say one of my very favorite parties is the one where we celebrated your 10th anniversary of the store uh, that was at our house. And yeah. we had a, I tried to create Diana Vreeland's Garden in Hill in a red tent. And I think I had, did I have on Giambattista Valley? I think it was that, that black ruffled. Giambattista. Giambattista, yeah. black ruffled skirt and oh. black blouse and that red big wide belt. That was so gorgeous. And you had on that gorgeous white. I had yummy skirt. Yeah, Redarte. Oh, no, it was Lumven. <gasps> oh, that's right. Lumven tiered skirt. Oh, it was beautiful. Oh, yeah. It was very beautiful. That was the most incredible party. No, it, but was, the, it was a great celebration of wow. a great person in her <laughs> well, the, 10 years. So thank you. But the most incredible party I went to of yours was actually your wedding. Can oh, you can you talk about you. that and yeah. um, describe what you wore and and why you chose it? Well, you brought <laughs> I think it was um, Giambattista Valle Couture Number Seven. Was that the I group so, that yeah. came to the Duke Mansion? No, we've never had anything like that in Charlotte before, and I don't know that they've done. No, that it was his first um, Couture show outside of Paris, and that yeah. was really quite something. Yeah, this blue feather, tremendous <laughs> thing, just just waltzed past me. And that and that was it. Yeah, I mean that was it. Oh, I think that's why I decided to get married. So it was a full so I had somewhere to wear it. Full ball skirt, <laughs> massive made of feathers, ostrich feathers, pale blue, pale blue. ostrich feathers. And it was paired oh. with was it a taffeta, silk taffeta, yep. almost pajama top. Yep, like and a piped piped pajama mm -hmm. top. And it was a bodysuit. Yeah. Which made it, it a little bit complicated getting on and off yeah, and going to the bathroom. Tricky. <laughs> I mean, I really, I just swooned when I saw it. The most incredible thing, too, is that it was your second wedding dress mm -hmm. of the day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> True. I started out, uh, we had cocktails before the wedding. There, there's none of this, none of this, you can't see the bride. Thing. And it was on a plantation. Yeah, it was on Delta Plantation, which is near, very close to Savannah, Georgia. I think it's actually located in Hardyville, South Carolina. It's over the river, over right. the Savannah River. 
and some great friends who I've known most of my life. Um, John Kay and his wife Billings uh, let us have the wedding there. Uh-huh. And it was just really the perfect spot for this. And we got married. It was in February, and it was unseasonably cold. Yeah. But we still had it outside. The weather was wonderful you helped me give beautiful shawls to everybody oh, yeah, shawls. well and then and you wore ugg boots underneath heck yeah i wore ugg <laughs> shearling <Her>. boots <laughs> no they were like those no they actually they're not ugg they're that other brand oh well no like they're moo they're moo yes yeah. yeah black fur snow boots <laughs> under which i would highly advise that for any bride to do because you, i felt so sturdy because i was walking yeah. over old brick yeah and it was, I'm sure you thought of it, it was perf- the perfect solution to, you know, not okay. having to lose your balance. I've never seen a more beautiful bride in the history no. of the world. Oh, it was so incredible. Oh, so sweet. Well, it was sad taking that dress, that skirt off. I didn't <laughs> want to do it. If somebody were to describe your style, what would you want them to say about you? Oh, gosh. I've never thought about that. I hope they would say that I always show up dressed you do. and appropriate and and that I care. Yeah. And I think that's a Southern thing. That you know, where I'm going matters. Yeah. It's important to me. It's polite to the hostess, I think, I that you show agree up. I agree that, that, right? isn't, that you feel that where you're going is important, and it is. Yeah. I mean, if any, anybody's entertaining for you, that's important. Church is important. Yeah. And, any, and appointments aren't. Everything's important. Yeah. Now, sometimes I fail. <laughs> Uh, you know, I'll stay in workout clothes all day. I try not to do that as much as I used to. You won't show up to a party like that. No, no, no. I don't know. I wish somebody might say that. I can't. I mean, creative maybe a little bit without yeah, being without being a lunatic. <laughs> everybody delights in what you wear. You know, oh, I think it's gosh. the thing that everybody's so excited for you to to come to an event because they want to see what you're wearing. Well, thanks to you. <laughs> You are the most fun person to dress because Aww. you get into it. I mean, you really take oh, on the yeah. whole character. And, and I always, I think you and I think the same way about this too, that I'm always like, I want to do a combination of Olivia Newton-John in Greece <laughs> when she was watching Danny <laughs> about to race, plus Jerry Hall when she was with Brian Ferry, plus... Debbie Harry in the 80s. And, and, and I totally get that. Yeah. <laughs> I, know, I know exactly the look you're going for. Right. And, and I, no, that's the best. <laughs> I think you love going into character like that. I think you enjoy that whole process. And Oh, gosh, yes. Yeah. And it's not really a fantasy thing. It's more of a, I just really liked their look. Yeah. Oh, gosh. And I yeah. want pieces of it. Yeah. In one outfit. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> when do you feel most like yourself? And, and what is it that you're wearing when you feel like that? Your velour jumpsuit of your mom. <laughs> <laughs> if I could get in that thing. It, it sort of depends. I mean, when I dress for an occasion, I really do feel like myself. That's some of the happiest times and happiest memories for me. Yeah. But also, I, I do like some weekend slouching clothes and oversized sweaters and nice elder statesman socks oh yeah to cuddle up in and <laughs> and blanket and then and yes and an elder statesman blanket would be well, quite nice so I mean I can be myself in that just as easily but th- those are probably two of my happiest states does your shoe have to be specific like we were talking the other day about we had a, a shoe designer here who was also a podiatrist and she was saying how she remembered before she made her own shoes that there was this time limit, you know, that it was 
one hour, 15 minutes, and all of a sudden she was totally finished because her feet hurt. Remember when we wore our heels so high? Oh, my Remember God. Remember those gigantic Nicholas Kirkwood shoes? Yeah. massive things. And How did no, we do that? I, don't, I couldn't do it for long. I mean, I had about two hours in those, and then I was, pa- then I was paralyzed. Well, you were also the person that always told me that these, these are sitting down shoes. <laughs> they are sitting down shoes. I mean, sometimes you just have those. So these are walking to the party, then sit down for the rest yeah, of the time. forever. Because you will, I mean, you really, your feet go numb, and then you're going to fall off of them. Yeah, <laughs> and it's just a horror for everybody. But well, I, and I do think it, that is one of the most unattractive things. I guess it's just it's also about being comfortable. I think you're most beautiful when you're most comfortable, and, and that doesn't that doesn't have to mean wearing Birkenstocks and a sweatsuit. No. <laughs> but no, just shoes that you eat high or not that you that you like and feel good in. But if you can't walk, it no, that's it doesn't a problem. Look, yeah. Well, and you walk different when 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 your shoes hurt, you walk differently and yes. you look clumsy. Yeah. <laughs> And you are clumsy because yeah. you're, you know, you're, you're off balance and your feet hurt. And yeah. I do remember taking my shoes off and throwing them across the lawn one time. And it was those <laughs> Nicholas Kirkwood shoes. I think I threw them in Pam's pool or something. I don't know. <laughs> but, you know. You I, had some doozies. Yeah, I, mean, I did. You had some made. But we used to wear those like in the daytime. In the what daytime. were we doing? I don't know. I don't know. Or we're, Did we look you like hookers? No. <laughs> no, but we're both. I'm, we're five, 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 six. Like I think we probably just and we just wanted to be wanted tall. to be taller. Well, I still do. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> the only rule that I have about shoes is with airplane travel. Uh-huh. It has to be a closed toe. Oh God, yes. I, I don't. I don't. I have friends who will just wear cute little sandals. Oh, and no. whatever. And I'm just thinking that. Ooh, horrifying. I do Please. not understand that at all. I don't either. And I mean, that's a that's a rule. That is and just I've had, disgusting. That is horrible. <laughs> I know. So North Carolina's state motto is "Esse quam videri," which means to be rather than to seem. What What does that mean to you? To be who you are instead of who you're not. Yeah. And to seem like something else. But it's so funny how long it sometimes takes you to get to that point. I mean, yeah, as a young person to yeah. find who that is. And well, I think when you're young, you have aspirations for yourself and what you want to be. Yeah. And I think sometimes when you decide you want you want to be something, then you turn into that. Yeah. Good or bad. Clothes for me all during adolescence and maybe always were sort of a, a way to try that stuff on, you know, mm-hmm. to sort of – this year I'm going to be New England deadhead. <laughs> <laughs> and I think even even now, like, you're able to try on those personalities every day. Clothes really allow you to do that. Well, I think, it's, I think it is beneficial <clears throat> for everyone to have a closet full of different personalities. Yeah. Because we don't feel the same way every day. No. You know, sometimes you just need to put on a tent and you're really happy about that so some days you're you're ready to be noticed more or some in some days you're not yes I mean I I think so and and some days you feel like okay I got to get out of these workout clothes and put on something attractive (laughs) and that makes you feel better yeah you know that you don't feel so sloppy just all the time it's amazing how powerful clothes are to to your psyche and the way they make you feel for me they can change a personality in a second yeah in a in a flat second and even just a color oh yeah a fabric i agree we always ask this when we have new employees it's my you know when they introduce themselves to the team and oh gosh no (laughs) if i don't fail you're not gonna fail it's a hard question Uh, what did you wear to prom that is not hard (laughs) i wore a 
strapless turquoise. It actually, I didn't know this at the time, but it reminds me of that blue Balenciaga, you know, that I have that kind of gathers around yeah. the bust and has that draping that hangs down. Yeah. I wore that. What is it, it? Moray, silk moray, or what was the fabric? The one back. Your yes, your prom. It was highly flammable. <laughs> is what it was. <laughs> Where did it you was get it? Not silk did you get moray. it at Fines? No, <laughs> I, pr- I probably got it at the mall somewhere. I, no, I did not. <laughs> five get it seven at Fines. nine. Probably, probably five seven nine. And was it short? No, it was long. Okay. And then I had another dress, a prom dress that I loved, and it was lavender kind of a dark lavender Mm -hmm. and it had the it it crossed kind of across your chest and it had all these pleats in it Uh and it just hung really beautifully and that was probably another five seven nine special and uh, shoes what kind of shoes oh we wore (laughs) one one time I wore my mother's beautiful shoes and we were talking earlier that we think they might be Rangoni's slingbacks right but another time I decided much to my mother's dismay, that I was going to wear my new candies. <laughs> oh, I totally forgot that. And they were, it was when candy had oh. come out with the skinny heel. Oh, do you my. remember those? Yes, I do. And the toe was thin. Yes. And we wore stockings back then, oh. even under long dresses. And Did you, you talk slip and slide it? Oh, my, it was a nightmare. <laughs> and it... I was holding on to my boyfriend's arm for dear life because I was about to spin <laughs> off of my plastic heel candies. <laughs> candies. What color were they? White. White candies. <laughs> what else? <laughs> and then you, <laughs> you um, I've always loved the story about you being homecoming queen. Will you tell me that outfit? That was oh, gosh. Oh. It was my mother's. Okay. And it was, I, it might have been Diane von Furstenberg, black. It was not a wrap dress. It was a V-neck, and it tied, but it, it, it had some pleating. Uh-huh. Um, so it was like a jersey? Yeah, okay. I think it was a jersey. Uh-huh. And it had some pleating just on one side that's that sort of like an accordion. It just kind of opened right. up. And then I had on a blazer, oh. this kind of um, tiny, tiny, tiny houndstooth oh, pretty. blazer, and then those shoes that were to me, the pr- prettiest things I'd ever seen in my life. And nude, ha- like suntan hose? I think I had on black sheer. Black sheer. Stockings. Yeah. We always wore stockings. And hair, jewelry. Had lots of hair. <laughs> um, you did have lots of hair. It really, I still the same style girl. that it is now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm stuck in 1979. <laughs> um and I don't remember my jewelry. I, I probably wore the opal ring that my parents gave me for my 16th birthday. Because it's your birthday. Uh-huh. And, and out of beads? Oh. I might not have had out of beads on that night. <laughs> you might no, have I probably did. I probably did. Because I had them in every size, shape. <laughs> They're, I don't know what all that, the out of bead bonanza was. But that was I, insane. I, we love them. And yeah. I remember going to college and I was so envious of these older girls who had the giant one. Like all the way around. All almost. the way around. I couldn't yeah. believe it. I thought, oh. wow, that's the most sophisticated thing I've ever seen. <laughs> oh, but we love those things so much. And I don't even have mine anymore. I wish I did. I wish I had mine too. I may have them at like, my mom's where house. Where are they? Yeah, where, where did they go? I don't know. The price of gold has gone up so I know. Much. We need, we we need those them. things, man. <laughs> Well, I've loved having you. Oh, I've, I've loved being here, and I could talk Thank forever you. with you. I could, too. Thank, Thank you. Thank you. What We Wore is produced by Capital and Balto Creative Media. The original song, Someone So Enchanting, was composed and performed by Britt Drazda. Mm-hmm.
What We Wore is a member of the Queen City Podcast Network, powered by Ortho Carolina. Find out more at queencitypodcastnetwork.com.